Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning. Afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, it's sitting across me as always is... Hey, not as always, but right now, baby. <laughs> Happy to be back. It's me, Lee Kimbrell. How in the hell are you doing, nasty boys and girls out there across the whole wide world? Bam. They're okay. Dude, you cleaned it up. They're doing all right. They're doing okay. They're doing about four and six yeah. in their last ten. I figured if we're going to, if I got to, you know, I got to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Tighten it right on up. Tighten it up. Just yeah. To not, you know... Don't drop anything in the beginning. Let it slip out naturally instead of forcing it, you know? Yeah, I like that. It's a good move. Boom. It's nice to it have. It is. It's a pro move. And it's time, you know? This is gonna grow be, up. This is going to be a clean podcast. This one that we work on right now. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. No, no, just kidding. There's like, no way I could do that. Uh, fuck that shit. Yeah, there's Bleh. no way I could pull that off. See how natural that was? But I like it. Yes, that was very natural. Very clean. Came across nice. Yeah, it didn't feel forced. No, not forced at all, man. It's so good to be back at the Devoraporium. It's nice to have you on the couch. 2.0. It feels good to be on the couch, man. Yeah. It has been... It's just been really hectic. And no, just to be back here and settle in... I have a cup of water out of the Cincinnati Reds 1990 World Series cup. It's a pretty good cup. Feels good. Talk shit with you and the first lady. Yeah. we. uh, So I am off of work this week. Staycation. Boom. Because dear friend of the pod, Matt Devan's getting married on Saturday. And we have all of the friends of the pod in town. We got Lucas. We've got <laughs> we got Jake, the Seattle correspondent, back in town. Uh, Graham's in town. Everyone's in town from across the country. So I was like, I'm just gonna f- take off work and enjoy it's the a time good, with them. Good move, man. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to force it. You know. Because, you know, I, I, is I love... Is that your new thing, is not forcing things? I think it is. You don't want to force cuss words? You don't want to force... I don't even know what you're not forcing right now. Well, a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just looking for consent in all parts of my life. Okay, that's a good thing. All, every single facet. I've, I've started asking food if I can eat it before I go in. Do you really? Yeah, I'm like, excuse me. Just a little bit of like a ceremony? Yeah, just like, hey, veggie burger, do you mind if I have you? And then, and then in my back of my head, I'm... Waiting for the yes. Okay, so I respect the practice, but has it has a food ever said no? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give them the opportunity. The, the implication yeah, right. is there that you are going to be eaten no matter what. So it's just a respect thing. Of course. You're like, I'm going to eat you. Sure. It's actually kind of like a crazy, sadistic thing. You're like, listen, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> No matter what, right? it would make it easier for me if you looked at me and said, please eat me. Please devour me <laughs> That sounds now. like some cannibal serial killer shit. Uh, it for sure is, but it's great. No, I do. I like the consent for food. <laughs> it's a yes. You can either enjoy this or not. not yeah. <laughs> you take a bite out of a sandwich. He's like, oh, thank you. Oh, God. 
Damn. It's so that's so true. So dude, you got the whole troop in town. Like I got these them are all. like the high school OGs. Yeah, some Jake goes back to like being four. Four years old. Yeah. So they're all in town. So it's like with work and how busy it is right now, it's insane. It's like I just I, you know, I've still had to pick up the phone and still do some stuff, but Excuse me, but um, didn't even burp on Mike. Who no. is this? I'm changing. Bill, wow, you have fucking changed. <laughs> I know you've been gone a while. Yeah, and you came back, and Bill's got a damn haircut. He looks beautiful. Thank you. You look so good. Your beard is thicker. Thank you. Oh yeah, I've been ro- I've rocked a beard. I like it. I got a beard going on. Yeah, I'm a fan. Thank you. Uh, damn, that's wild. Yeah. Long enough gone that I could just have a full a, beard, a full beard, and you could have a, a brand new, beautifully sculpted haircut. It is by it, what's her name again? Hannah. Hannah. Pat's Pat's friend. Pat's, Pat's girlfriend. Pat's girlfriend that works at High Five Salon. Boom. She's like, you're cool enough. You can rock a shaped mullet. I'm like, you know what? I am cool enough. I can do this. You goddamn and right, I'm man. We talked about to. it on the pod forever, man. I know. It needed to happen. It now you should. It looks great. Got some product in there. Yeah. So, but the high school buds are in town, and so far, we've been just trying to kill each other with alcohol. And it's- <laughs> yeah, dude, just a all-on assault. What is it about long-term friendship? When you miss someone, you want to spend quality time with them. The first thing you want to do is like, I want to drink so much that I don't remember this. I know. I think for us it goes back to like we always were getting into shit in high school. Well, that was yeah, that was like, like shenanigans. The, it's your origin story though, right? It's like when you fir- your first drinking buddies, whether you mean it to or not, you guys black out. Yes. If you're with four of your buds and you get a, a, a eighteen pack, and everybody, in, you know, you finish it and you've never drank beer before, you're black the fuck out. Yes. You're. It's like the best drunk of your life. Oh, yeah. And the, I don't know. It's just like, it's the basis of a lot of uh, friendship beginnings. Right. You know? And it, because I know what you mean. And I've, I've, I've seen, speaking of change and shit, I've noticed it in my buddies a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all heavy drinkers. A bunch of them are like dads and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? So they're, you know, they're, they're drinking plenty, man. And they're sneaky about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they know how to, they know how to play it. But, oh yeah. But, but then I don't know. You're, you're in a bachelor party. Just did one, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a story for you. Yeah, it's wild. I, my story. We did a bachelor party recently in Athens, Georgia. That was pro- that was nuts, right? Yeah, I think I might. Who knows? We've been doing the pod a long time. I don't know what I've told on this pod or not. But we went down to Athens, Georgia. And it poured rain the whole time. Yeah. There was like 12 of us. Yeah. Everyone got completely ripped. About of half of us took acid. <laughs> and we get these tickets somehow that are just on the front row, like down there in between the hedges. We're down there on the front row, like it, football game. Yeah. Kentucky, Georgia football game. Got in it. The pouring rain. I was in the 50% who took acid. So it was wild as hell. Two of my buddies ended up going and like getting in a fight in the student section that was right there. Just grown men. Yeah, probably those were the ones not on acid. Definitely not. <laughs> those were the ones fueled on bourbon and white claw. Cool. What a combo. Bourbon and claw. Dude, those both keep you light on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is so true. White claw is effervescent, man. Those bubbles. Ooh. They'll keep you going. They'll keep you afloat. Oh, they'll keep you afloat and then you know what? You're not you're not feeling full. 
it yeah. down so you don't just want to like sit and bullshit you're like i want to be up and i want to fight anything yeah not no not person anything that's close yeah i've punched a sign or two just after too many white claws no reason white claws white hot white claws a, 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 yeah no shit man they go through you they really do uh the thing with us is like you know like you brought up the 18 pack we've evolved to of course top shelf craft beer as in people are flying across the country with this crazy crazy craft beer like lucas came back with one he's like oh yeah i'm in this membership club where you have to buy just to be in and buy the bottles and do this stuff and it's like holy shit we're adults still doing the same shit we were when we were 18 <laughs> it's just bananas it's fun it's a great time just at a, on a higher end oh much high, higher octane for yeah. sure yeah you know you it's come not back, exactly keystone light yeah i was about to say someone comes back with like a case of bush light you're like yeah, yeah dude, keystone bush natty. natty i mean just the swill i have probably had what that 12 ounce can yeah i don't know i've you could probably fill like a neighborhood pool with the amount of natty oh. keystone bush i mean you know I, mm. bud light is definitely in a higher tier but if you add bud light then it's an olympic size pool oh for sure i'm in the <laughs> same boat with you and if you include like hootie d light oh yeah fire up that pool baby oh my god sunset pool at coney island the world's largest circulating pool now full of swill beer yeah there you go an unreal amount i know i i got lost there once as a kid at coney yep at that pool what happened i was just a little curious tyke and just kind of wandered off into a sea of people yeah and then i just remember being very lost yeah and like looking up seeing the you know the big diving boards or whatever on one end yeah and then just kind of being like oh well i'm by myself at a pool and i really can't even swim that well <laughs> i am not on my in my element and it, then i just remember my mom finding me well, that's good yeah she was uh mad oh who, <laughs> yeah. who would have thought i i got lost in the kmart once Oh, hell yeah. And then I was like, where is my family? Where are they? And I started freaking out. And the next thing I know, I hear over the loudspeaker, Billy DeVore, come to aisle seven to meet your angry mother. That's what it said. They said that specifically. And you know that she told them to say that. Oh, oh, Nancy DeVore for sure put in the time. Nancy fucking definitely spun that shit. Oh, that web was very well spun. Uh, But, oh, I used to, when I was a kid, we had passes to Coney. Uh, from like middle school on because that's when my mom was working full time and my dad was working full time so summers you know they weren't just gonna fucking leave us at the house latchkey kid nope they were just like you you are i go to work at nine in the morning you are dropped off at coney island at eight thirty in the morning and i come back at five here's 20 bucks for lunch and i will see you at five thirty five fifteen five thirty so just lived at that pool all day long all day, Monday through Friday. Never not at Coney Island for two straight summers. Oh, man. So did you grow to hate it? Oh, the <laughs> fucking most. So that, much. That's so fucked up to give a kid so much of the best thing that they grow to hate it. Oh, it was awful. Oh, man. Terrible. And, I, you know, I had fun. I, you know, eventually look back, I'm like, it was fun because I just lived at a giant pool. I know, but still, Full man. of most of Cincinnati's pee. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And One of the biggest piss treatment plants in America. Yeah, and it was just a pool pass, but then also with our pass was free putt-putt. 
Oh, boom. See, that's fun. Found out they recently took out that putt-putt course. Recently, but not until Billy DeVore smoked those links for two oh. straight summers. Dude, those those links are so smoked, they were dark pink. Do you remember Do you remember your uh, like best score? Or best game? Oh, man. Probably like around like 22, 23. Yeah, just holding it. Just monstrous. And it was like you would go back and it was dog shit. Like half the carpet was ripped up. There, oh, there, yeah. There was an actual tree starting to grow through a hole. Yeah, the water feature wasn't meant to be there. <laughs> it's just all. like a little pond <laughs> from a leak. <laughs> Like oh yeah yeah it's a lake yeah this is this is I guess is this a water hazard do I have to hit through it it's a mini lake dog it was yeah but man you could only eat so much just pool pizza hot dogs pool pizza chips snow cones pops snow cones sounds great though on paper my neighborhood pool loved it growing up pretty pretty nice little spot yeah pretty standard little spot there was no concession stand but there was like on the side of the building in this tight little hallway yeah that that was like you know two or three vending machines thick right with lattice on one side dude that is just Mm. that was like where my sexuality was first sparked Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. It was just where all the kids went to like get snacks and just kind of like be around each other in bathing suits. Right. Good thing these shorts are loose because yeah, they're about dude. to get real tight. Yeah, exactly. Oh. oh, to be a child. The first time I ever saw complete strangers have sex. Okay. I should. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay. I live? Sh- live. Uh, live in the sunset pool. But I also shouldn't say like the first time like I'm actively going right. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The first time, there's been many more where I've seen complete strangers have sex yeah, exactly. in front of me. That's totally what sounded like was assumed. I- exactly. Insinuated. Rather. I needed to clean that up. Yeah, that was that was tight. <laughs> but like, you know, there was like that island in the near like the the two thirds of the way through the pool where the diving boards are. There was a lady like leaned up against there, and like I could see her legs open, and then the guy was just holding on to the top of the island, and then just rusting in the back of the pool and i was like wait a minute they're having sex that's what's going on i just found out about porn last year oh my god it's happening in front of me oh my god and i was like oh my god again i've never again i've never seen it since you know yeah, but in it's the wild still like, like the fact that there were fucking in a public pool public pool <laughs> think about this though there were four lifeguards around in that corner and no one stopped them how many people were there it was a full day. It was a, it was a full day. A full day. This wasn't like closing no. time. No. They were just having a midday fuck in a packed public pool. Packed public Coney Island pool. <laughs> oh, dude, that is epic. And I got a buddy I, w- I played football with in high school. And um, he worked at Coney. And his job was like pool maintenance and pool cleaning. He said when they clean out the, when they clean out the filter at the end of every day, they find at least three to four used condoms at least so that's that's a normal uh, thing that's happening in that pool and it's so big that no one notices per summer think about it there's like what hundreds of people fucking in that mm-hmm. pool you're open after memorial day that's like the beginning of summer right yeah and then the last day is memorial day so you're looking late may june july august, august. September, like early September, right? That's when uh, Labor Day is. Yeah, 
four and a half months? Around two there. Two to four a day? For oh, seven you're getting up days. There in the high 100s. That are just. Oh, it's for, per seven days? Per week? Per day. Per day. Per day. Oh, yeah, that's, that's in the hundreds. That's in the hundreds. Of people fucking. In the sunset pool. Damn, maybe that's like a Cincinnati bucket list thing. I guess, because they're dumping buckets in that pool. Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people have a bucket list of like getting a chili named after them. You're the only one who has that, but you need to hop yes. on that one. Yes, I will have to convince my wife. To, to even, just to even convince to go to Coney. That's been a tough one. <laughs> to even get her to go. To go to Coney. I've wanted to go and, you know, just go back to the Boy, old stomping grounds. Can you imagine the, uh, how that could, like, fuck up your vagina? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, chlorine, cum, apparently, <laughs> with no pee. What if there's people... Sweat. We're also not com- taking into the fact that people could also be just raw dogging in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So that's just... Damn, four so, of, like, responsible people who fuck in the pool. <laughs> in the sunset pool. Yeah, those are the responsible ones. Yeah. So we know that there are some irresponsible ones. Correct. If there are people who fuck in that pool with a condom on... Yes. There are 1,000% people who fuck in that pool without a condom on. Exactly. So the wow. numbers are It's just because staggering. it's so big... Right. And you can just look like you're having like a loving moment. Sure. But dude, what about it? Dude, if you're a child listening to this podcast for some reason, <laughs> go out, get yourself a snorkel set, <laughs> get you some good <laughs> goggles and a snorkel. Yeah. And, you know, live a little bit. I could never figure out a snorkel or really? else that would have been. No, I, I couldn't. I oh would man, just I drown. loved a snorkel. I can't. Do you, so you could do it where you have the snorkel and you have it. You can dive down and use it to breathe. What's in there? Oh no. Okay. Fuck no. Okay. No. No. I just swam laps. I just liked kind of being able to breathe and be underwater. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I loved my snorkel. See, there's people who can like do the whole thing where they take a whole bunch of it and they can dive down and like use what air they take down in there and well, it's wild. I don't know how they do it. That's crazy. I've never understood it. I can't do it. Fuck, I can barely swim. I'm not a good swimmer. Are you a good swimmer? Not particularly. I look like a dog trying to drown. Not a, not particularly. My first like five or six swim lessons I ever took, they couldn't get me to put my head in underwater. Oh, you got swim lessons. Yeah. My, my mom would just throw me in the pool and be like, figure it out. All no right. shit. There you go. Well, sure. that's a, man, I'm surprised you like going to pools at all. I, I still love a good pool. Yeah, you. I mean, you've got kind of a pr- traumatic pool uh, past. Just a little bit. Yeah, and you've but you've seen me swim. It's not a good thing to look at. No, I don't. I don't fancy myself a very good swimmer either. Do you? I mean, how? I mean, no one should ever judge anyone off their swimming. Obviously, Ooh, couldn't. Yeah. I mean, how important of a skill is it unless you're like a fucking goddamn Navy SEAL? It's a. It's an important. It's it's an important skill only because. If you are put in a situation where you have to be good at swimming, sure. you have to be good at swimming. Right. You know? I mean, it's an important skill if you're like, I don't know, a th- <laughs> going on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Life fest. Did Done. you know that a lot of sailors, like professional sailors, yeah. never learn how to swim? I believe that. I totally believe they that. They never learn how to swim because they're like, well, I'm really good at sailing. I'm never going over. Right. 
Yeah. So that's just hubris. Yeah, it's wild. Hey, man, maybe you can float with your ego while you're going to drown in the bottom of the Pacific. I, I don't think I'm very good at swimming, but I'm hell. I, I love a dive. Diving's fun. Well, we talked about the the pool experience on the on the pod. Yeah. And uh, no, you're a, you're a, you're a demon off the diving board. I'm dog. a monster. I'm just I just <laughs> rile kids up. I get them to you gang up on people. Demon on the diving board, bro. <laughs> it's awesome. I could be a, a small cult leader of children if you get me the right diving board. It's all it takes. It's all it takes. It's all you good. need, bro. That's it. That's the that's that's what I have. I you know maybe there's a place where you know the Olympics are coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got your Olympics coming up. I love to watch diving. I wish there was a place where we could just watch the just you know some diving, some 200, 300 meter butterflies together, and just talk about the event while it's going on in live real time. Is I. Man, I really wish there was... Is there anywhere we could do that? Yeah, I've heard of something. What, what do you got? Spotify. Green Room. Oh, no kidding. Okay, I can't find it. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's pretty great. Uh, Spotify Green Room. Uh, Spotify Green Room, it is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Free to download and to use. Spotify Green Room. You can start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Join in on the conversation with me and Lee and have a chance to be featured on the new Nasty Boys podcast. Uh, all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink Group. Follow us at the new Nasty Boys to be notified when our room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room at some day at some time. Come with your spiciest takes. Damn, that was a really crispy read. Did Thank I you. get the right one? Ah, uh, it's like the same thing. So you can use my phone next time I I, I make that reference and it's time to talk about it. Yeah, because that was. Uh, we only have to do a fifteen second one. Uh, next, it's just one line, and then it's four lines. Yeah, no, I see that. It's pretty easy. Oh, this is how the sausage is made, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to that. That was just <laughs> a really crispy read, man. You just went, Thanks. just took it right off the fucking sheet like a goddamn champ. Completely relaxed. Teleprompter, man. You had done the teleprompter challenge on TikTok yet? That's a. What's that? It's uh. There's you like do edit with some. Tell you know some uh, newscaster in some place who's like reading off a teleprompter, and it shows the teleprompter, and you just read like you kind of read off of. That it. sounds like how I'm going to get my uh, my voiceover gig right there. Just start doing those on TikTok. Just post them every day, dude. You just hit up Tanner Hines and just go over into his studio, yeah, and re- and just talk. Yeah, read a fucking commercial. Read a, have a couple commercial reads, and then do yeah. something original. We have a, we have a few of them that we can go with. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, how was so? How was the uh, East Coast? You were in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, or just, just, just North? Just North Carolina, man. How was the barbecue? It was good. It Did was you go great. to that spot I sent you to? No, we went to a place. We were only in Raleigh for like a day. Uh, and we went to some place that Rocky liked. I can't really remember. Yeah, but well, he's got to know he's a fucking road dog. He's been there, all, yeah. He's been there a lot, and it was delicious, super, super good. I love that Carolina like vinegar. Oh, I do too. I love vinegar, man. I do. I too. love a viscous sauce. And dude, don't get me wrong, I like a thick old fucking spread it on like butter bar- barbecue sauce too. Right. But man, 
Tip. Just those bottles with the little tiny squirt noses, mm. and you just squirt it. Oh, it's so good. Just anything that is mostly white vinegar with a little bit of red in it. Yeah, dude. I don't need it to be caked on. They've already spent 16 hours roasting and yeah. making pulled pork. I don't need an absolutely batshit sauce. No, absolutely not. So it was really good. Had some um, next level jalapeno cornbread. Oh. It was so fucking good. God. Yeah, man. Mm. You go to the south and you just realize that like it, it is... As far as like bang for your taste, I mean, definitely it's got to be like the least healthy cuisine. Barbecue? No, no, I'm talking about just South in general with the oh, cornbread, sure. and it's like they had like butter potatoes, oh, you know, yeah. like yeah, it's it, so good. Fat but and starch. Fat and starch and fried. It, that's not a good combo. Yeah, fat for the and heart. starch and fried. But when you're down there and you can just mm. let it rip, you know what we fully abused was the chain cookout. Oh, yeah. Cookout damn, There's rules. a cookout on every corner in North Carolina. It's amazing. Yeah. For, so. for, for like a fast food experience. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. Severely underrated on the national yeah. scale. I do not suggest eating it three nights in a row. <laughs> How, that sounds like a good fashion southern colon cleanse. I'm still fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're leaking. Yeah. But Charlotte Comedy Zone, so tight. I've heard that place is amazing. It was like... The best shaped comedy room I've ever seen. Yeah. It was Go Bananas height ceiling, mm-hmm. but just further back and kind of like sprayed out like a harp, you know, like a harp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it just looks like a stadium seating. What is that? Like so a concave, like a concave triangle? Yeah. It's like, it looks like a seashell. Perfect. Looks like a seashell. Now I'm 100% locked it in. It looks on like that. a seashell with stadium seating. So the people in the back yeah. are like, you know, of two feet from the ceiling. That's so awesome. So it's like the people in the front row, their heads are like maybe at your shin. Yeah. Maybe at your knee. And uh, it was very cool. That's Charlotte awesome. Charlotte was great. Raleigh was great. Good nights. Classic club. Good crowd. My cousin, dude. Yeah. Cool cousin, Justin. I got to see Juice, baby, and Mary, and... Uh, their new daughter Elaine, Aww. who was uh, was born during the pandemic, and it's coming up on eleven months, and I had never seen her. Wow! So it was awesome. Got to hold her, got to bop her around a little bit. Little cousin Jesse, J- Jesse Cash Conley. Oh, what a, a name! Cool fucking name, right? Yeah, that's a folk singer right yeah, there. Jesse Cash Conley, man, he's cool kid. It, I love those guys. So it was good seeing them, and the show was great. And then. Hit the road to Greensboro. Yeah, I heard that was great. It was less great, man. <laughs> it was so fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you, you pull up, it's just not, it just didn't look good from the outside. You and then knew. it wasn't good on the inside. Yeah. No green room. Love that. Uh, I can deal with no green room, but they're, but like, give me a patty, give me any space, right? Give me a dark they were corner. Like, you can stand out here, and we were like, "Okay, cool." And then it was just stand. like thirty people out there, show members smoking sick. You know, thirty's generous because some shows didn't have that many people at them. If. It was uh, no, it was just kind of brutal. It was fun. I mean, it was like great show, great show, and then you earned that fucking paycheck. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, like it not necessarily when you're up on stage. But it's not like I'm salty about it, you right. know? Of course. Because th- there was no host. Sure. 
the host was a manager and a cook. They're always the best MCs. And he went up there, and dude, he just did like 10 to 12 of announcements, rules, website, and then he would go through the room and like make anybody who was celebrating anything yeah do like horrible <laughs> room killing crowd work with them oh perfect just what you need to have them warmed up dude he did this one night i laughed so hard in the back of the room man he just did like 10 minutes and it was really awkward yeah he was getting laughs because the crowd work was so bad you know like so he's up there thinking i'm getting laughs which ultimately is the goal but he was sure. truly getting laughed at yeah <laughs> <laughs> fully being laughed at. That's how you train a crowd. And he's up there and he thinks he's killing it. He's like, well, guess I'm going to get out of here on one more. Oh, God. Is anybody celebrating a birthday? And I laughed so fucking hard in the back when he said, all right, I'm going to get out of here on one more. Is it someone's birthday? <laughs> you know how great he start with a question. Didn't even like, a t man, it was so funny. <laughs> like... He like ruined a couple people's dates. Perfect. And then I got to go up there, and cool. Rocky and Rocky's like, "Hey man, do me a solid, and uh, I don't want to do an hour here." <laughs> you know. So I was doing like thirty-five, oh. going up and like, you know, just fighting every second. Sure, fighting every second and talking really slow. Yep. Delivering my mm. bits real slow. Yep. There. There were a couple times where people were just like, I would tell a joke that I know is good. Right. That just worked 24 hours ago in Raleigh and 24 hours ago before that in Charlotte. Yeah. And a million times before that, I'd tell a joke, set them up. And then a couple of times, people in the audience would literally say, not in a hateful way, mm -hmm. they'd be like, you lost me there, man. <laughs> like dude they like couldn't pick up they couldn't it was crazy couldn't grasp there it. was a uh water feature filled with giant koi fish in a waterfall in the back of the room why just a waterfall in the back of the room oh my god oh my the bar god was in the room yeah I, okay uh, that doesn't bother me if the staff is good funny you bring up the staff <laughs> <laughs> okay the staff was great and we tipped the staff well that's what you're supposed to okay. do okay i don't yeah that's how they remember yeah but do you want to be it remembered was definitely used to be an old asian restaurant that okay like just the layout of it there's a koi sure. pond yeah in the you know it was an asian restaurant for sure right and the entire staff is all very attractive Asian women. Interesting. The whole staff, and then Angie, the bartender, who is, what do you think? Asian. No. Oh, what? No, no, tough oh, as nails. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> tough as nails. No, oh, she's, yeah. she's a, you know, a, a delightful, haggard, old white lady. Yeah. Uh, but the, the staff, it was odd. There How was good they were? Odd, no, no, they were great. I'm saying, like, it was weird. That is weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was like, what is going on? <laughs> Almost like it, it was, was on it, purpose. It, yeah, man. It it was fucking weird. That's bizarre. And I, man, I, you know, hope, I'm not trying to speak ill of this club or whatever. Everyone's trying. Yeah. It, I, it, this is, 
It was fucking weird. That's that's bizarre. I was like, you guys want to be here? Well, you guys want to be here? Why do you live in Greensboro? Yeah, is this is this like against your will? Have you were you were you brought here? There is, were ten cute little Asian girls sure. there. Okay, two or three of them were yeah, like it was fucking weird, man. That is bizarre. It was it was really bizarre. That and their energy was like very. Were their eyes saying, help me? No. No. I don't even know. I'm not trying. Ah, this, I, I, I didn't mean to like talk myself into a hole here, but no, yes. No, no, no. It just felt, the energy was weird. Okay. I gave them a tip and they were just like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's because they've probably been battered by the people that Dude, they have to wait on. and like any kindness that you showed them kind of like blew their mind. Sure. And I was like, what's going on here? Sure, maybe some people aren't nice to them. Yeah, due to the fact they're either serving. I mean, they don't like when someone says you lost me there. Yeah, that doesn't that tips to me that they aren't intelligent human beings. Yeah, it was wild. I will say it was fairly integrated shows. Sure, that's like kind of Rocky's audience is but everybody, s- but still. But but you know when you come down to, when it comes down to it, once you get everybody together in that situation, I always see, and I think you're you got to be the same way. That crowd is one. They are not individuals. They're one voice together. Yeah. So if they and together as one voice, it doesn't sound like they were intelligent. I did a joke, and that's not as an individual basis on shitting on those people. I'm saying collectively as a as a think tank in a crowd, not smart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is the nicest you know, way you can say you, that. You and I don't like disparaging whole towns. I don't either. But Greensboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. has a very collectively low IQ. Sure. My yeah. guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got, I did a joke where I, uh, think of how brave this stance is. I did a joke where I uh, took a negative stance against the Confederate flag. And it completely turned an entire table against me. Saw it physically. Right. Well, I don't go up there. I mean, I sound like this. I don't go up there and, uh, you know... Boo the South. The South's a bunch of fucking oh, dumb yeah, racist yeah, rednecks. Yeah. I, you know that joke. Yeah. I'm just like the Confederate flag. I was like, yikes, that's not cool. And I saw a whole table of like six just like twist up their faces, twist their bodies, Great. sit back down on the, you know, put their shoulders up against their chair and just bail on me the rest of the show. Of course. Because you said one thing that shouldn't be taken that way. Yeah. And it shouldn't be a hard stance in general. And also, fuck the Confederate flag. One hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> it's a sign of hate. It it really it, it's a it's a giant black mark on our Jesus. <laughs> no, it's a it's, a, it's, it's a, a bruise. It's yeah, it's a gash. Yeah, it's a gash on our uh, American history. Yes, they but, tried to secede from America. Yeah, they were rebels. Yeah, which you know I fuck with rebels, but I'm into not it. if you're. Stand in whatever. I get it. You know where I stand. We all know where you stand. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, man. It's not. It's not a crazy hard 
edgy Oh, dude, take. and I'm talking about, like, making out with my dad, and they're just like, <laughs> It was crazy. Well, then what, the, what are you supposed to talk about in that situation? Man, and a lot of crowd work to a lot of dumb people. Oh. I mean, I've got, you know, the teacher jokes went over. Sometimes they just liked really dirty stuff. Sure. You know? And you just sometimes have to go there, because, and it's not your fault. It's just to get the show moving to be better for the next oh, guy. Oh, for sure. And, of course. Uh, oh, and uh, I mean, the Xanax joke always went over well sure. because it led into like inevitably three minutes of crowd work every night. Yeah. Because people are either cheering way too loud for Xanax. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. wild. So it was fun. Good experience. Came yeah. back. Um, yeah, a little money in the pocket. That's nice. And uh, yeah, I drove to from Lexington to Charlotte and back. Charlotte was the first place, and I left my car there, and then Rocky drove the rest of the way. Oh, that's awesome. So I didn't have to put miles on my <sighs> shit. Ronda yeah, the Honda. Yeah, Ronda the Honda, dude. My fucking noble steed. She has been going through it, dog. That's, that's one of the big reasons I love touring with Ricky, is he's like, I'll drive. That's fine. I know. And it's like... Uh, uh, e- you, you, sir, you sure? I'll give you some gas money. He goes, no, it's, it's in your pay. Like I've already calculated everything out. So it's like, this is great. I get to just ride in the car, have a great conversation, and then just Show relax. up. And he loves to drive. It's not like he doesn't like doing it either. He's like, oh, I love these road trips. You know? It's the best. And then you, him and I, I mean, you'd probably the same with Rocky. You, you, we're gabbers, i.e. what we're doing right now. Right. And next thing you know, we're talking. It's like, oh, my God. We, we've been in the car five hours together. Yes. And it's like, oh, didn't even think about it. Just, I know. Just right on by. Just so, cruise it right on by, dog. Uh, so Florida was great. Yeah, how was it? Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples was fantastic. I've heard it's a great club. It was awesome. I heard it's a great club. Didn't uh, Sam Morell have a crazy experience there? I think his crazy experience was at Side Splitters okay, in Tampa. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I've heard yeah. that, that that club can be a hellish landscape. I bet. So I've, I haven't gone to Side Splitters yet. Um, but... Off the Hook was incredible. Like, I sent you pictures. They had Robert Hawkins' headshot on the wall. They had Amy Schumer's headshot signed on the wall. Like, it was like, oh, people come to this club that are, like, legit. They're like, yeah, we just had Nate Bargatze here last week. It's like, what? No shit. Nate rules. He's great. Off the Hook. And it's like, it was like a three, like a three-foot-tall stage, low ceilings, everyone's surrounding you, bar to the right, but the staff was incredible, and like, we're on it, you didn't ever hear anything, you never heard any glasses clinking at the bar, like, nothing. Crowd was super into the show, except for like this tape, like, we pull up, and there was like a party bus out front, and we're like, oh shit, what the hell is that? Is this like, party town? Like, hell yeah, is this like a bachelorette party, yeah. a bachelor party, we'll see what happens. No, it was just a party bus full of old fucks. Just the oldest people. Literally bust them in from a nursing home. Bust them in. Guaranteed, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. It was. That's exactly what it was. And they didn't have any markings on the side. It just looked like a blacked out party bus. And the next thing you know, almost dirt rolls out of the <laughs> out of this Almost bus. dirt. <laughs> rolls out of there. And I'm like, God damn it. And they were pissed because they all, the whole table ordered flatbreads, which take 20 minutes to make because we talked to the GM about it takes them 20 minutes to make a flatbread they were complaining at 22 minutes they're like you ordered you order 40 of them it takes a while it's small pizzas <laughs> it takes, I, I wonder how many they can make at a time and not that many <laughs> not the, not 40 not 40 individual oh I'll take the flatbread no, margarita the fl- margarita flatbread <laughs> 
I'll have it. And Harold would like a margarita flatbread. Oh my god, dude! Uh, and so they were just like how many old people? Like forty. Forty. Forty out of hundred and sixty were this group. And also, incredible, 160 people showed up for our Wednesday show. That's on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. They were all about us. Dude, that rules. So, uh, there was a black hole in the crowd, just the left side of the room. Like, you felt this anger. Of people. Yeah. And so, they, like, hated me. But the rest of the room, having a great time. It was awesome. Fucking, it was great. It was just like shooting fish in a barrel, and then just, like, these geriatrics who ordered soft food for their dentures <laughs> were just like not into it what the, the the old people were not fun no no yeah. who would have thought that old people would be fun at a comedy show man i had two old people 76 and 74 sitting in the front row in yeah. greensboro and the dude gave me nothing <laughs> for 30 they, they were three feet away from me i was like i should i want to kick you in the fucking head oh those are the worst well that sounds fun yeah i got a crazy tip there too with that that was the tip that show was, that was the tip show Dude, that story is fucking bonkers so i'll tell the story for the for for the listeners because i've been holding on to it for a couple weeks so i'm on stage i do my pancake joke about being the ihop pancake eating champion and I go, I'm the IHOP pancake eating champion on Beachmont Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio. And this lady in the far left back of the room just drunkenly screamed, Anderson Township! No Which way. is where it is. And yeah. I was like, wow, okay, drunky. And the crowd like clapped, whatever. And then they came, picked me up off stage and carried me around <laughs> and made me their leader. It was really cool. But then I'm like, whatever. And I go back to the stage right in the corner and I'm sitting there and then this like smoke show late 20s early 30s blonde stacked in all the right places comes up puts her arm around me she goes hey um that was my mom who yelled out we both were raised on nine mile in anderson like no shit. i'm from there she wants to talk to you after the show she thinks she knows your dad and i was like what i was like all right fine what? Go go outside under the awning. Ricky's got his table set up with his koozies and his CDs, and I'm just standing there in a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> <laughs> looking great. And then uh, she, this lady, like probably mid fifth, like early fifties, mid fifties, comes out holding a pina colada glass, stumbling out, coog, cougar for sure. Good looking right. lady comes, Billy hammered. Puts her arm around me, starts talking. I forget what her name was. And then she's like, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. My sister-in-law was married to Jeff Ruby. And I'm like, oh, is that the one who pushed him out of the car on I-71? And she went, that's the one. Are you serious? Dead serious. We talked about him for a while. And then like, <laughs> dude, she brought her husband over and was just yelling at people to come over and take pictures with me. I took 70 selfies with them, generously. That's awesome. Talked to their friends. They had a bunch of friends in town. And then the lady, like, pulls me in. And she's got her... She's had her hand on my back the entire time, just slowly working down. And at this point, she's in the small of my back that it is starting to turn into my butt crack. And she goes, hey, I just want to give you something for you just for you and just keep making Cincinnati proud you're so funny you're so funny here you go opens up her purse and just slides something into my pocket I'm like what the fuck is this her phone number drugs whatever and then she just goes so what are you doing later I was like uh remember I said my wife is absolutely beautiful here she is and pulled the background out of my phone she's like okay well we're gonna leave I was like sweet 
uh, great. So I think they. So I go into the back, go through the green room is behind the kitchen. Yeah, I love that setup. Yeah, you've me got too. another wall in front of you, love so people it. can't get to you. And then go into like the employee bathroom slash our bathroom, pull out, and there is a bank bill. There is a bank wrapped stack of five hundred dollars that she put in my pocket. <laughs> She paid me to come back and have sex with her, I think. Yeah, I think that I, was a full-blown proposition. 300s, 250s, 520s. With a $500 band around it. Just just on a whim. Just put it in my pocket. Wow. That was definitely a proposition. That was for, I think it was a proposition. And Florida's wild. Florida is wild. So that's how we start. Dude, and then immediately the next show in Boca Raton, and I'll say it, Crazy Uncle Mike's, fuck that guy. Crazy, fuck Crazy Uncle Mike. Fuck him, one hundred percent. Fuck him. I mean, I'm never going back there. Ricky's never going back there. If people were, if because we go into the green room again behind the kitchen, it's upstairs. And I'm like, what? What is Crazy Uncle Mike? Crazy Uncle Mike's. It is a venue. Okay. With with a brewery in it, like. They had a couple tanks where they brew their own beer. They're also a burger spot. They're also a large music venue. It, it's it's like they try to do everything, but they don't do any of it good. Right. You know what I mean? You do too much. Like when you go somewhere and you see like a f- giant menu, like a like a, a cheesecake factory, and it's yeah. like a binder. You're like, none of this is good or fresh. I know this because there's too many things on the menu. Exactly. Same situation, but with a bar. We go up to the green room. And we're like, smells like weed. And we walk and we open the door and there's just this guy hitting a bowl with the fucking chef. Just like, just want to make sure it smelled like green. <laughs> Do you want any? I'm like, no, thank you. I don't, I can't handle it. <clears throat> my brain, it snapped and I don't want to be afraid of my skin. And he was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I don't want to be afraid of my skin. That's what I've told him. He laughed. He's like, okay. Hands the bowl over to the, the expo slash chef and then goes, just blows out and goes, this is a terrible room for comedy. You guys aren't going to have a good show. Then why did you book us? Thanks, man. That's how we start. That's how he, s- that he said that? He said that to our faces an hour before showtime. We go up. There's like 40 people there. He has like 10 people working the door. They had like two people working a merch table for Crazy Uncle Mike stuff on a fucking Thursday night. Like, Oh, man. It was awful he had the room was too big they had this big stage but then they also could have moved us to the side where there was a grand piano and just tables around it yeah and we're like floor level i'm like this would have been better for 40 people instead of this giant it's like a stage bigger than the woodward with a giant moat oh yeah it was terrible sweated for about 25 minutes basically just talking and being like i know this works because i did it last night and it wasn't that far away, and I've done it a million times. Same boat, where it's like, yeah. what, is, what is the disconnect here? We get done, and I did Paper Shredder. And the guy came up, he's like, I really have a question for you. I was like, sure. He goes, what, what was the point of your Paper Shredder joke? I was like, what do you mean, what was the point? The point is, that's ridiculous. The turn is that the, the story gets, get, it keeps getting more and more ridiculous. How people are obsessed with their Paper Shredders. It's a weird thing. That's supposed to trigger laughter. And he's like... I don't think it's that weird. I'm like, well, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. And he goes, oh, well, what was the other? Well, so why did you bring up the, the crock pot? I'm like, because that's also weird. And that the joke there is that my, uh, the other kids, the other grandkids got $250,000. I got to use crock pot. That is funny. Yeah. That is humor. Yeah. He's like, I disagree with you. I'm like, get out of my face. 
Here's why I'm so against, and I'm vocal about this right now. He did not tell us. He live-streamed our sets while they were happening on Facebook and YouTube. And then saved them and are now just on Crazy Uncle Mike's YouTube and Facebook pages. So we submitted copyright infringement. Oh, nice. And got him taken down. And then he texted Ricky like, hey, you didn't have to do that. It's like, yeah, we did. We actually had to to. to do that. So then we did an Irish pub in in Fort Lauderdale. It was terrible. Oh, my God, dude. That is so crazy. Awful. One floor, bottom floor was the show. Just Ricky's family that lived in Fort Lauderdale showed up, basically. And then a table that that heckled me and just kept going, oh, H. So I berated them to make sure that they left before Ricky went up. Then upstairs was... Money free was like cash free Texas Hold'em going on where they kept saying like this is completely legal. We don't actually use any money. I'm like I don't believe you. You said it twenty times. Yeah. I can't fuck I don't believe you one bit. Bathroom protest the loudest. Yeah, exactly. And you're lying and whatever. So that sucked. And then we did um Dude, Gregory's Upstairs Comedy Club in uh, Cocoa Beach, Florida. Yeah, dude, have you seen? Uh, this is the craziest thing I've seen that I saw in Florida. Um, I saw a sign for a Space Force base. Really? It, they, they like I haven't it, seen it. It's wild. It's wow. that it exists. Like, That's fucking awesome. We were all like, okay, this is cute. This is funny. Space Force, haha. Trump's an idiot. Yeah. But seeing it in person. Oh, dude, Space Force. We need it. Yeah, we totally need it. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have it. Yeah. But just seeing it right there in person was just shocking. Like, God, man, we're dumb. Yeah. Uh, but the club was incredible. It's been around since the, the, the... It was on like an old resort that clearly had been around since the late 60s, early 70s. Right. Downstairs, steakhouse. Upstairs, comedy club. That's dope. That's been around for almost 30 years. No shit. And the show was incredible. What's its seat? Like, what's the room shape? 150 like? shotgun. Love it. And you're right over top of them. Love it. It was great. Bar to the right side. It was incredible. Probably one of the most fun times I've ever had on stage, too. Let's go, They were great. Were you guys running a a two-man? Three. Um, So for the first three shows, we had this guy, Sean, who was a local. And then the last show was with a booking agency, and they booked the host. Okay, cool. And then I was the middle Ricky headlined. And it was... Dude, by the time I was like, this is my last joke, the crowd went, oh, we thought you were the main guy. You were great. And I was like, wait till you see the next guy. He's even better. So it was like they were frothing. Yes, yeah, that's hot. So it was all in all a great trip, and I ate shark. So You ate shark? I ate shark. Which which genre? Uh, I don't know. It just said shark on the menu. <laughs> shark kebabs. Buttery, delicious. Yeah. Amazing. I've had some black fin, black tip fin, black fin tip, whatever. That sounds great. Yeah, I've eaten that before, and it is tasty. It's very good. It's a great consistency. Oh, it's it's like a gummier chicken. Yeah, for sure. A little more flaky. Yeah. I loved it. All yeah. about it. Hell yeah. Is that the favorite thing you ate? Shark meat? Probably shark. Yeah, for sure, shark. Yeah, probably shark meat. Yeah, shark. Because we, we kind of ate like crap the rest of the time, because we were on the road mostly. Cause our, oh, dude. We were staying, you just eat like shit. Well, we were staying with Ricky's, uh, with Allie, Ricky's wife's family in Fort Lauderdale. So we go from Fort Lauderdale to Cocoa Beach, Fort Lauderdale to Naples, Fort Lauderdale to Boca Raton. So like, you know, 
we just st- unless like we had a we were on the resort at Gregory's, which was great. Damn, it was boy. cool. But yeah, man, it was awesome, and <clears throat> it was like the first long leg I've had since the pandemic. Like yeah. that, you know. And it was like, fuck, I missed this. Yeah, the, yeah, working just that road, getting dog. that taste of it. And now it's 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 gonna be a minute, but it was just like, fuck, this rules. Yeah, I missed this a lot. And then work the whole time still, too. Like my Did nine you to five. Really? Yeah. So on my laptop, the only thing I couldn't do was deliveries. I still just answered emails like I was just to sit on my desk at home. Took calls. Took calls, sent invoices, purchase orders, ordered shit. Still did my job. Damn. It was pretty sweet. So get yeah. you a man who can do both. Get you a man who can do it all, baby. It was yeah. great. But Florida ruled. I would definitely go back and it seems like there's a ton of opportunity down there. And I would live there. A Florida run would be great. It seems super easy to set up. A Florida run would be fun, man. You can start. We've got connections in Panama City. Yeah. I mean, if you can just get down there, it'd be, it's a lot of miles. That's a long-ass fucking state. But Panama City, what's the I other mean, one? Uh, Panama City, Pensacola. Key West? Key West is all the way down there, you know? I mean, but it's like Gainesville. Yeah. There's we've especially with Giles. Giles was down oh, there. Yeah. He knows a lot of people. And then when I went down there in Panama City in December, I met a bunch of folks and like different it's like a it's kind of similar to here, you know. There there's a scene here and then two hours you got Columbus. Yeah. Hour Dayton. Mm-hmm. Hour forty five Indy. It's all just kind of there. It's all right there. Yeah, Florida. Lots, lots of, lots of money to be made. Love Florida. Me too. You said you could live there. I think I could live there. Yeah, it's a wild town. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wild state in general. I know, but it's also not that different. People are always like, "Yeah, you see those stories oh, from wait, Florida." I, yeah, sure. But it's still just strip malls and highways, but just with palm trees in the ocean nearby. Yeah, exactly. It's all the fucking same. Yeah, man, and, and most of those Florida men are coming from like the inland florida oh that panhandle yeah the panhandle and then also just like even down south but just right in the middle of florida where it's like 90 minutes each way to a beach exactly then you were just in you're then just in the furthest south you could be (laughs) right in america my parents are in that section right now they're it's they're like or no no they're not they're on the georgia like georgia florida border right georgia wherever that's right am i right I'm probably right. They're at a swamp. The Florida Georgia line. Florida Georgia line. They're at a swamp where there's 75% of North America's alligators. Damn, boy. Yeah, my dad's obsessed with them. Did you see that shit that happened on Shark Week, Jackass? The trailer? No, no. Like, Jackass has taken over Shark Week. No. There's a guy named Poopy. (laughs) There's a guy named Poopies. Okay. yeah, it's plural actually. There's a guy named Poopies. Of course. And Poopies tried to do a stunt where there was like a bunch of contained sharks in the open ocean, but they were like contained with like plexiglass and shit. Sure. They dragged him on a ski do and he tries to like ramp over this thing. Sure. Just goes horribly awry mm-hmm. and he gets bit really bad. <laughs> Oh my god! He gets bit really bad. Like it, like it, it, it fucked his hand up good, man. He got bit by a shark. That's insane. Yeah. Did you see the new Jackass trailer? Oh my god! It filled me with joy. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. They look so old. Yeah. And it's. I mean, great. a bunch of them are in their late 40s, early 50s. Knoxville's gonna be 50. Yeah, man. 
that's crazy. I know. And they been road hard and put up wet, dude. Exactly. They lived hard lives. Oh, yeah. It, I think it's kind of incredible how they do look. Steve-O, like, looks good. He looks great for someone who did, like, a thousand whippets a day for, like, five years. Literally that, dude. And just, Literally that. Like, yeah. like hundreds of thousands of whippets yeah and every other drug you can fucking imagine and well at the same time putting wasabi in his eye or whatever you know or getting the living shit kicked out of him he put an 80 gauge hook through his cheek yeah they chummed the waters and he dove in as human bait (laughs) oh my god it should have ripped his face off right he, he and they, like he uh, is the gnarliest dude ever. Yes, all of them are. Yeah, Pontius. I mean, I just Aaron Danger McGahee, dude. Oh, Aaron Danger. I just I fucking love Jackass. Oh, and Wild Boys was awesome too. Wild Boys was so good, and the the hook gig was on Wild oh, Boys. Boys. Yeah, yeah. God, but it's just crazy that they're back and they're just at it. I know. Good on them. I hope that, yeah. There is a generation of people that cannot make children because of that show. Yeah, no shit. We dude. are that generation. Yeah, man. Get me in the balls, dude. Yeah, dude, hit me in the nuts. That is too funny. It's incre- It's so funny. Yeah, man. Jackass forever. You know what? Gotta it- figure it's the last one. You would hope, because, I mean, Bam is going to die soon. Yeah. I mean, he's not in it. Of course, because yeah. he's threatened Jeff Tremaine, and he's he's lost his complete handle on life. Yeah, he has, man. He has become Uncle Vito. Yeah, but worse, scarier. He looks like his eyes are about to fall out of skull. I know, man. That's a that's a hard life, dude. That guy was in the public eye starting at like fifteen. Yeah, and then just kept doing it. I know, man. You know what's really funny? What is really funny? The Reds bullpen. It's really funny. It's hilarious. I wish uh, I wish it wasn't so funny. We're in the funny business, if you will. And, uh, yeah, I wish that it... It's that kind of funny where uh, you're angry. Um, I think anger is putting it lightly. It's a joke, man. Oh, it's more than a joke. It's, it's an embarrassment, and it is an attack on, on all of our intelligence. Yeah. The fact that, you know, there was that, 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 that two-week span where the bullpen was stalwart. And remember, I pulled up the article, and uh, just from MLB, from the Reds, to, you know, their team saying, calling the bullpen stalwart and hard and good is just insane. Yeah, man, that's a complete lack of awareness. The fact that you think that you could let this keep going. I mean, I like Heath Hembree. He's not a closer. He's not a high leverage situation guy. This guy's got six saves. Brad Brock, not a high end guy. I know. Not a high leverage situation guy. And the wheels, like I said, were going to fall off. And they have not just fallen off, the axles in the middle of the highway. Oh, yeah. And the road's on the fucking, or the car's on the side of the road. On fire. You can't drive it. No. I mean, it, it, it has gotten pretty fucking dire. And to exacerbate it, Vlad had a bad start. Sonny had a bad start. And recently, and uh, yeah, and I mean, if you if you're going, I think Sonny went went what four and two thirds. I'm pulling it up. You're asking your you're asking five and five and a third out of your lowly bullpen. It's yeah. a lot, man. It's a ton. I mean, it's his last start against the the Brew Crew, four and two thirds, five hits, six hits, five runs. The thing that blows my mind and is really getting me going is the fact that they went to a six-man rotation to give wade miley more rest and to yeah 
That's stupid. That guy could throw 150 pitches. To think we threw Hoffman out there yesterday when we could have gone Malley on full rest. Again, another attack on our intelligence. On full rest. Yes. Here is And the- Hoffman went out there and just got shelled. Yeah, he just can't... I mean, his first start back, he should not have started, period. No. He belongs in the bullpen at best. Yeah. Replacing... Uh, CNL Perez. Jesus. Good God. I mean, Perez, I. <sighs> Perez, Doolittle. Doolittle is. The fact that we had to run him out there a couple times recently is just. Embarrassing. Auto, auto run. Yeah. Spe- specifically, we were talking about it earlier, but net game that went extras with Milwaukee when Sorry. India tied it up in the, in the, uh, oh, in the eighth. You mean the Mets? No, like oh, last that week. One. Last week, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there and Ghost Runner on second, which now that I've seen it for, what, a, about a full season? Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah, I think it is sadly going to stick, but what isn't going to stick is the seven-inning doubleheaders. That's yeah, done. that's gone. You think, think you think that the Ghost Runner will stick? <sighs> I thought Manfred came out and said that both of those rule changes like are... Are done. Likely I, to not be here. I knew that the seven inning ones was done. I did it. I don't. I, I'm not 100 percent sure on the Ghost Runner. Yeah, it's supposed to speed up the game, but I don't. After watching it against the Mets, um, what was that? Uh, Monday night or Tuesday? Monday night was the 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 monstrous yeah. long bout that we lost by five runs. No, we ended up losing by five runs because we don't have. Uh, any any options in our bullpen um that is when i'm just like that's like get get rid of this rule now i was yeah. in love with it now i'm like it's still just going to keep extending the game it's it, still it extending it, arms. it extends the game right it makes you have to immediately match and go yes. i have to score another run which you can do if you play your cards right sack flight or right move the runner from second to third and then you could and then you just have to slap it, and you can also just hit another sack fly, and that's a run. I know. So it, it truly doesn't speed up the game. Not a fan at this point because it has fucked us. It has helped us a lot this year. Sure, but now it is the tables have turned, and it is totally. I just think it's us. a not a net positive overall no. for the game. I think no. it's annoying. And you know what's been really cool to hear is more and more public discussion. LaCure and Jim Day were yeah. just talking about it, of about the shift. Yeah, it is now mainstream conversation. And, and Yeah, dude, you heard it here first on the new Nasty Boys. Get rid of it. But LaCure's take on it was great. Obviously, he's looking through the lens of the pitcher. Yeah. But for 150 years of baseball, as a pitcher, like you know what an out looks like. Yes. You know what an out looks like. Mm-hmm. And just the psychology of it, what it does to a pitcher to throw a pitch to a guy, to finish your release, to see him ground out to shortstop, your brain is like, fuck yeah. And you turn around and you don't see anyone on your team. No, Nobody. Yeah. That It really is, uh, yeah. I would imagine it does a number on the pitchers. Not to mention the hitters. I mean, I, I can see the argument for it, but... Uh, you know, it, the idea of you can shift, but you got to have two play, two players in the infield yes. on both sides of e, of second base, right, at all times, and you know you got to be on the fucking 
uh, dirt. Yeah. You shift it up, man. Take a shot. But, dude, having Manny Machado sprint out to, like, play right field. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's it's not unwatchable, but it is uncomfortable. I know. And, yeah. I would it, love to see some guy's stat lines if someone were to go in and take the time to see how many hits. Tucker Barnhart might be batting, like, 280. Oh, yeah. Well, he's also... He was he was a culprit of that last year by hitting into the shift a uh, shift a ton a ton. But now he went and he fixed his swing and now he is going over it. Yeah, for sure. And that is something he actively worked on. Yeah, I and mean you can the, tell. God, I love Tucker. And and Joey Votto was able to just keep putting him in that gap and get on base. Right. But now with that shift being so aggressive, he had to change his game and become quote dangerous. Right. And drill the ball, which has been a positive for him. Yeah. I mean the fact that he. He is his power numbers are significantly increased than over nineteen and twenty. Big up, big up. Not what he, well, not what he used to be, but a definite improvement for sure. I mean, uh, justifiable to have him be cleanup. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and the average, the on base, it's still. Oh not, yeah, you know, it's still well above average. Let's let's look at that tiny, teeny tiny sample size. Of you know our, the the one that I love to see, which is the fifteen and the thirty, because people you know with Joseph Danielle, yeah, especially you know since we you know I feel like I have to explain this sometimes where we do this every week, so which means you kind of have to look at it in a week or a month basis. Um, but when you look at Joseph Daniel Votto in the last seven games. Joseph Daniel Votto has a 308 average with a 438 on base percentage, 462 slugging, with a homer, three ribs, five walks, eight strikeouts, three runs, and 26 at bats. Um, in his last 15, I mean, the guy is at a, he's got a 446 on base percentage, 294 average, with 13 walks, 17 strikeouts, six ribs, two dings, five hits, seven runs. You know, that is. What you want to see from Joseph Daniel Votto. So it's nice to see that. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had to become this, go back to being power, to having that power, to going back to being like, man, I got it. I can't just get on. I have to get, I have to generate runs. I have to be a large part of this offense. So very nice to see. Um, uber important to see. Um, and that combined with Jonathan India leading off has just been a nice thing for this offense. Um, but, you know, uh, so, yeah, I mean, you, I don't know if you, did you hear those numbers? I did. Okay, good. So, yeah, it's that is what you want from Joseph Daniel Vaughn. You need it from him. I mean, you have to have it right now. With Castellanos out. Castellanos out. We don't know how, how long. long. Um, Moose... MIA. He's out of a boot. Yeah, that's good. I love it. You don't want a moose in a boot. Moose in a boot. You no, want a moose on the. F- you know, you don't want a moose in a boot there. Yeah, no, you don't, Derek Pal. No, you don't want a moose in a boot. And then, uh, just unfortunately, you hate to bring it up. Good vibes only. Gino is. My God, he's a black hole in the lineup. Yes, it's atrocious. Say Moose comes back in the next two weeks. I'm I'm platooning at third. Four. Sure. I'm platooning a third, and I am trading for a shortstop. Yeah. 
Um, Which you brought up, an interesting point, because everybody is obviously Trevor Story horny. Trevor's, Trevor's, Trevor Horny. Trevor Horny, which honestly is not going to cost you that much. It's going to cost you Aristides Aquino and another piece, probably a lower-end pitching prospect, not a top five. Is it completely out of the realm? Does anybody even bite on Gino now? Just for upside? No. No. I mean, he's just an out. I'm not People trading. know how to pitch him. Exactly. They're not going inside on him anymore. No. And I, I, I don't know what why he can't see the outside part of the plate or up. He just can't. He just can't. I don't know what it is. He needs to figure it out. Um, I don't know if that's an in-season figure-out thing or if that's a... He comes out at the end of the year and it's like, oh, he had to get some surgery on his shoulder again. Who knows what it is? I, I Like I've been saying, I think it's probably just a case of getting new contacts or any type of contacts right so who fucking knows but i don't if think it's that simple how has that not been discussed discussed or how is the training staff or gino himself how is someone not saying hey let's get you an eye test right <laughs> let's go do that no no clue i don't know if it's been discussed at all as much knows? as people are saying like he's not seeing the ball it seems like if you're not seeing the ball the solution is pretty simple Go to lens crafters. Try to see. Yeah. Because, I mean, even still, he's the, guy, the, the guy's on pace to hit nearly 40 home runs. Yeah. But well, 30-ish now. 30-ish now? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we're back for, uh, what, he had 18 in the first half? I know you don't just go 18 yeah. plus 18. <laughs> right. But still, 30-ish. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who fucking knows about Gino. But I, I heard you talking about India while I was peeing. Yes. I mean, India, it's, it's he's in. The India. Second baseman of the future. He's second baseman of the future. Uh, also. Can I have that? Yeah, go for it. Uh, he should be rookie of the year. I, I can't think of anybody else who's even close. I would say odds on favorite in the NL. Yeah. At this moment, at barring injury or something. Right. Knocked on it. Um, yeah, he's like uh, top five in the major league baseball in on base percentage. He's above four hundred, well above. Yeah, he's like four ten or something. It's really crazy. He made that adjustment after that benching. Like he f- went and figured it out. Yeah, he did, man. I love India. He's a little fiery, swaggy little boy. He's the most swag. I saw that uh, when Sinzel gets back in his rehab stint, he'll be playing shortstop in center field. When is his rehab stint starting? No idea. I'll try to look that up. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen anything. No, I mean I haven't. Yeah, it just popped up. Yeah, Nikki Sinzel, man. I wish that. <laughs> what if he does come back? Look at that. One day ago, Moose and Sinzel at Great American playing catch. Ah, oh. that's a fucking sight to see. Those two shouldn't be thrown to each other. Someone, one of them is likely to get hurt. Yesterday, this time, uh, C. Trent put up a picture of Mike and uh, Mike Mustakas, Nick Sinzel, and Blandino taking ground balls at Great American. Ah, oh. taking ground balls is great. It's huge. I mean, dude, see, it's it's doom and gloom because we can talk about the woes of Gino. We have the worst bullpen in the league. <laughs> it's zero doubt. Uh, in my mind. You know, I mean, even I, I'm not hating on this guy. But right now, Winker is slumping. Yeah, he's been... He just is. Right. Castellanos, from his IG live last night, has a microfracture in his wrist, and it's hard for him to swing a bat. Yes. Things can be bleak. Things are bleak. Things are bleak but when you're, you're on a losing streak yeah, like this. exactly. It's, it's very easy to point out, you know, the glaring things are why we're losing. Correct. But, no, Indy is a bright spot. Vado's a bright spot. And, uh, you know, the implication of... 
kind of all at once getting Moose, Sinzel, TJ, and Lucas back on your roster is fuck it's really a monumental change. Massive. That's a lot of problem solved on your team all at once. Yes. That is bullpen tightened up automatically. TJ will build them back up to literally be our second starter. Go out there and get us two into two-thirds. Exactly. You know, we fucking need you. If he can get healthy, he wants to be at that workhorse. Yes. Sims, still still big Sims guy. Yes. You know, he still big Sims guy. Anything is an upgrade to what we have right now. Yes. And then, you know, Moose coming back. That's if you know we we have this sour taste in our mouth with Moose. Mm-hmm. It's just all been kind of one big pain and one big question mark, and, <laughs> and it's all been in our head of like, damn, did we get shafted with Moose? Is this just like bad bad luck, bad contract? Sure. So that's in the back of our mind. But it is like if he can stay healthy, he's a complete game changer. Yes, it's a one hundred percent increase in batting average from our third baseman. Yes. 100%. Yeah. You know, huge improvement. That's a huge improvement. It's not all bleak. It, you are correct. It is just bleak at the moment. Those those additions by being healthy. And losing. Huge. And losing. I I mean it it feels it feels shitty. I mean to look at the standings. Again, even with that horrible series we just had with the Mets, we lost, we gained a half game. Sure, but you also have to think about this too. With our last three series, including pre All Star break, or yeah, right, right, including the right before the All Star break, the Reds, the have, Brewers, the Brewers, yeah, the Brewers. We went three and one, zero oh and three, so we were three one and, and two, one and yeah, we're four yeah. and six. Here's the thing. Those are all first place teams in the National League. Right. It's not like it's like we're losing out to Miami. We're not losing out to Pittsburgh. We're right. not losing out to the Rockies. We are one game behind the Mets in the win column. Right. And we're six and a half behind the Brewers. And this conversation that is happening nationally is just, oh, oh, the NL Central's done. It's the Brewers. They got it's just they got it. Nah, I I don't I, think so. I man. Hard, hard disagree. We played them hard at the at, at their house. And we know what we need to fix. They know what they need to fix. I don't know how much they're willing to give to to give up to go get a big bat before the deadline. Right. And I don't think Christian Yelich is going to ever return to the form he was. Jake and I looked at the baseball reference. He has actually regressed back to the mean. He got figured out and hasn't made the adjustments. He batted under 200 in the month of July. Yeah. Or in the month of June, rather. I mean, he was a 230, 240 guy when he was with Miami. Yeah. And then just exploded. Yeah. When he got moved into a different division. But now he's gotten figured out. It's interesting. I don't... To see an MVP just flop like that. Right. Who knows? I mean, if if Tommy Pham could play... Oh, Jesus. If Tommy (laughs) Pham could play the Reds every day, he'd win the batting crown. Right. A lot of guys like that. Mm-hmm. Wong too. It's great American dog. Of course, yeah. It's the band box, baby. Yeah, and it, it particularly sucked getting beat up by Willie Adamas. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But didn't they trade him arms? They traded arms for him. Yeah, but not like they. The, the 
Tampa needed him out more than Milwaukee needed him. Milwaukee needed him for sure, but Tampa needed him out to make room for their two. Not fucking as bad as us, Jesus. Willie Adamas brought in and he's batting five hundred at Great American Ballpark. Yeah, I know that, and that that's a move that should have been addressed and looked at instead of going to Milwaukee, where they had a front office that was is operating like instead of saying we're trying to stay above water, they are operating to be competitive and to win the division. Right. If they don't do anything at the deadline, if they do absolutely nothing, then you know for sure that this is still just a cash grab. Then Alicia's right, and we're a 75-win team. Right. Because then... The wheels could fall off really soon if nothing is done. Correct. Because then you have taken all of the wind out of the sails of this team. I know. Or they they pull a major league and they just play even harder and somehow scrap it up together. Where are we with... Hunter Green. He's a triple A. Killing it. Killing it. Jose Barrero. Danger at triple A. Yeah. Hit that thing out of almost completely out of the ballpark. Yeah. Webby said something about that in the group. Who is is this kid? It's not Jose Garcia. Yeah, it is. It is Jose Garcia. He changed his last name to honor his mother. Oh, Jesus. He passed away of COVID last year. There you go. So there's your answer. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. So, so... Is he your guy next year? I mean, there's a good chance. So you can, but you can still go get to rental and go win now. Yeah, you were. Uh, you said before the podcast, maybe Andrelton Simmons. Yeah, he's on a one year. Tampa isn't real. I mean, not Tampa. Minnesota. Sorry. They're Minnesota. like kind of out of it. They're very out of it. Yeah, and you know, and their issue has been their starting pitching, uh, which they'll address next year most likely. But. You could go and get him for cheap, and that is an upgrade over Kyle Farmer, even though this guy's batting two thirty eight, He still has a higher OPS plus than Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer is a good player. He's a good bench piece. He can play everywhere. He can play everywhere defensively average with a below average bat. Yeah. That's great, but he's not your everyday shortstop. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be, and it's still been the glaring issue. Yeah. And Jelton Simmons would be an upgrade. Mass- and also just like slick glove. That's what you need. Really, that's what your shortstop needs to be. It's like, if, yeah, if if you if your shortstop goes out there and you can just count on him ninety nine percent of the time, yeah, he can bat two thirty. That's fine because you have increased the left side of the field's defense. It's already not good with Gino. Yeah, he's made some slick plays, but he is not good defensively. Oh, Gino, and, Gino, and Gino, and with Farmer at short, who is not truly an everyday shortstop there are some plays where i'm like if we had a real shortstop that would have been yeah. an out yep yep i can yeah so three you, or four times i've thought that this season right so you get a guy who's been a gold glover like a million times at short yeah and it's also at one point i think he was a silver slugger in the al with shortstop so dude if you go out and trade for story and just don't really address the bullpen it it is just like them saying, all right, well, we're going to try to score 10 runs a game. Yep. Good luck, bullpen, you stalwarts. Go figure it out. I know, man. So here's the thing. If the front office doesn't figure it out, you, you, you can't – I mean, you have nothing to depend upon. You know what else is just huge, and I think we're both so bummed about it that we're not even talking? Hmm. Castellanos. Yeah, man. It sucks. It's – really shitty it's unbelievably shitty i wish that i could just go to some place and just be sad with a bunch of other reds fans about nick castellanos and then also try to you know let them know to be positive sure kind of like what we're doing right now but like in a live setting 
God, I wish there was a place we like could a do live that. audio feed. Uh, wait, could we? Where's a place we could do that? Um, a Spotify green room. Oh, tell me more. Yeah, you and I knew a few things about a green room. Spotify green room. It's a cool thing. It's live audio only sports talk platform. Okay, you can talk to us, other fans. You can talk to insiders, sometimes even players. It's a cool thing. Share your experiences. Share your takes on this app. All right. All you got to do is download the Spotify green room app free in the iOS app store. You create a profile. You link that bitch to your Twitter and you join the new nasty boys group baby because we're going to be on there we're going to be on there on someday at some time okay you better believe it so join us we're going to be going live on spotify green room someday sometime Perfect. Spotify green room, a cool thing to do a cool fun thing it's like the app for music but you're the music you're the mu- you're the voice you could be the voice of a generation of an app you could do that yeah i yeah it's an absolute bummer about castellanos and i mean a microfracture a week, two weeks? Have, no clue. Week, two weeks, forever? <laughs> not forever. No, not forever. No. And we have enough outfielders that are competent. Oh, yeah. That we can float for a little bit. But the, the level that he was hitting at and continued to hit at, that's going to be sorely missed. So you just, oh, you, yeah. just hope for, you just hope that Senzel comes back and stays healthy. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. And then you hope that... If Casty can come back in ten days, Duh. then he's you know he's still MVP level guy right now. Sure, like legitimate. If we can be there a little bit, hold on, you know, and let and hopefully Jesse can pick it back up, make the adjustments he needs to <laughs> instead of keep pushing like he has. Yeah, he, he's just chasing again. Um, did you see that shit about Tyler Malley since the crackdown? His spin rate has decreased by twenty percent. He's the most the pitcher most affected by it. No shit. Twenty yeah. percent? Uh-huh. That's a huge regression. That's a lot. That's a lot. So Wow. Hopefully he can make that adjustment as well. Here is the light at the end of the tunnel, though. This is this is it. You've got three at home against St. Louis. Keep it in the division. Love that. Four at Chicago, right before the trade deadline. We're going to be on Hug Watch, according to Danny Rocket, and the new song you put out. It's fantastic. Hug Watch. Hug Watch. That's very funny. As in, like, sad, you need a hug because You're Brian's gone. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, it's like, as soon as you see people in the dugout starting to give out hugs, it's hug like... Hug Watch. So then that means they got traded. Boom. So you've got four with the Cubs who are going to be moving people, and then you have three at the Mets. You just saw them. Yeah. They just kicked your teeth in at home. Go do that there. Yeah. Followed by two at home against Minnesota and four at home against Pittsburgh. That is a bunch of teams with bad records. A lot of what is coming up is against teams with bad records. The only time you see the NL West again is at home against the Dodgers, September 17th, 18th, 19th. The most of this schedule is chock full of teams under 500. We should beat up. We should be consistently taking two out of three from yeah if the bullpen can hold it together so if if i'm in if i'm in crawl's chair and i'm looking at this schedule and i'm looking at what i can do i am going okay i can get two good above average relievers that shifts this team immensely into the right direction Two. To be able to go on a monster run and take the division. Two above average, and then you pair that with Antone, Sims. Mm-hmm. You know, Amir's been great. 
Uh, yeah, he has. Amir has been some, someone you can actually kind of count on. Yeah, uh, kind of count on AG. Kind of count on AG. And I'm a fan of that, too. I love it, dude. Did you notice he's not rushing as much towards home? No. That's the big he's thing. He's really not. He's slowing the whole thing down. Yep. He's still passionate, but like... It's a little toned down. He's out there to get outs. Mm-hmm. He'll 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 celebrate with his boys, but he ain't gonna like, you know. It, it's I like it. Yeah, Amir being hot is good for the squad. Agreed. That is a big morale booster. Yeah, you, ca- you gotta do something at the deadline. Yeah, you have to do a lot. You need to be on the. You should have done something two weeks ago. For sure. Three weeks ago. I know. We can't keep p- picking up can't off keep, the trap. trap can't, yeah, can't keep losing ground. No. Man, that was, I mean, just coming out of the break against Milwaukee to, for it to, you know, it was a big swing, man. It could have been, if we had swept, right? Sure. You're one game out. Yeah. And then we left two games out, or six games out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Six and a half out right six, now. Yeah. Six out of the wild card. It's not. There's still so much baseball left. Ton of baseball, man. Ton of baseball left against bad teams. So you 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 gotta feel as hard and as painful as this is. You gotta still feel good about it. For sure. You have to kind of. You gotta feel good about it and knowing, hey man, you know the the rebuild got kind of botched. It got kind of ran up. Um, but a lot of it has, there's a lot of good there, and especially within player development. The fact that you have Tyler Stevenson and Jonathan Indy on this big league squad, showing you that that shit's starting to work and actually take. Um, And who knows how much longer until you just see Hunter Green in the bullpen because you need him. That's probably where See, that's another thing. I mean, how is, it is dire. The bullpen situation is dire. Mm-hmm. I think Green has... You can only prove yourself so much. Right. He's starting games down there and like striking out 12 people. Yeah. He's got an ERA of like 1.8. Right. He's really dealing. After just one bad start. Throw him, throw him in the seventh inning and say, go out there and throw 103. Yep. From the right side. And... Just get us three outs to three move outs. on. Three outs. Move on. Three outs. Yeah. And he's been getting 18 outs. Get us God. three. Yeah. You know? Get us three. <laughs> right. No, and dude, that just electrifies the stadium. That was good to see. Great American pretty packed on the, really Brewer, the Brewer series. Really full. Really full. There for two of those games. It was just fantastic. Yeah. One thing that happens when the stadium fills up like that after it hasn't been filling up for a little while is you hear the dumbass, like, casual boo birds. Oh, do the boo birds are been... our players. Yeah. And it's like, shut your fucking mouth. This isn't Philadelphia, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was at the game on Tuesday, and people were, the crowd started chanting, let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. So, naturally, the crowd just started booing. No, 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 I just looked at our guys and everybody around us in our section. I was like, stop booing. Say go Reds. And it, then it was just like, then they, they then it would start like, let's go Mets. And then I just started, let's go Reds. And I flipped the entire energy at the ballpark. Because then it just started with, it just moved quickly throughout there. There you go, awesome. man. It was awesome. It's the it's just the Cincinnati sports mentality of we've been beat, the, sh- the, sh- the shit's been kicked out of us. So we gotta just be louder instead of feeling this this type of disposition and and booing. That's not fixing anything. No, not at all. So 
Um, it'll be interesting to see where people are going and where their heads are at um, if nothing happens at the deadline because Brett's Twitter is, and the local media, everyone is furious at the everyone. Castellinis. Yeah, it's everyone. Unreal. Red's Twitter's great. There's so many good Reds accounts. There's a lot. Steve Mancuso's fantastic. Yeah, love that dude. And then there's one called uh, the Optimistic Reds. Oh, that one's great. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's a good palate cleanser. Yes, because you know, I mean, what Lance McAllister is so fucking bad on twitter it's so he, yeah. he posted something i mean i i follow him dude of you know, course but you have to he said something it was just like so dry and sarcastic he's like boy what a good call to something I, I don't know yeah it was about hoffman it was right but of course yeah that was that's an embarrassment that's an attack on our intelligence like dotson dotson's angry yeah he's so mad i've never seen him like he's always been mad but this type of anger is impressive well that article that we were that you made me read like a month and a half ago yeah and furious and i mean now we're still looking we're still bitching about the same things yeah of course a hey, shout out Aquino coming in and uh you know carrying his weight a little bit in instead yeah. of uh nikki yeah and then naquin still being tyler naquin Still being the best Dude, signing of last year. We could get an arm just for him one up. Well, from who? Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, a contender isn't trading a good bullpen piece. No. Because it's so valuable at the moment. There's 14 teams that are going to be looking for bullpen pieces. Yeah. That, you know, there are teams that they think that, are cl- that they're close. And that's what I'm, yeah, I know. But it's like Naquin is just a tasty fucking thing to dangle out there. Sure. Of course. You know who could use him is the Braves. Yeah. I mean, they went and got Jock, but... I mean, that's not a good rest-of-the-season answer for no. missing Acuna. Acuna. It's crazy that they went out, and they're like, we're still going to be in it. Yeah. Respect. I, go for it. Respect. As a, team, as a fan of a team, that, that just seems so foreign right now. It seems fun. I know. I've just been so locked in with this stuff. It's like, the rest of the league? What? Oh, man. But those are, I mean, Rich Rodriguez, Paul Fry. Trevor Story slash Andrew Alton Simmons. Done. Call it a day. It's so crazy that our bullpen is that is so bad that we're just like, man, we we don't need Trevor Story. <laughs> it's just we bullpen. were we were like, please just don't trade for Trevor Story only. Only you know there's a lot that needs to there those are I the- mean we still just it, it, we live in a world of infinite it, possibilities there is a world where we do the pod next week and we signed two arms and traded for story that'd be insane what if we did and just said your fucking move milwaukee yeah let's go because it yeah watch them trade for another bat uh, i i mean watch what, them make, trade for a bat make what's good better watch them trade for i'm talking about the brewers oh yeah watch milwaukee trade for a bat i mean who cuz they'll put the fucking pedal to the metal what if they just throw out a complete wild card and go get nelson cruz and say figure out first old man right to just drop taters monster shots yeah him at gabp yeah oh my god good lord yeah that would be wild oh i don't think we have do we have to see them again the twins uh no no, the the brewers yeah we've got uh in august 24th 25th 26th at milwaukee and then um, that's it. Then we're done with them. 
Pittsburgh so much. God, I love seeing that. That yeah, makes me so horny. What is it? Nine of our last 13? <laughs> Dude. How does that even work out? Here, Yeah. So here we go. In September, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. Go eight and one. <laughs> Please. And then hopefully Washington isn't surging and they're out of it. Uh, they're just such a... They're so in between. You just don't know. So the last... The last week of the season, starting that Sunday, it's you've got the September 26th at home against Washington, day off, two at the White Sox, day off, three at Pittsburgh to close out this, this season. Bada bing. I like that. I like our odds. Yeah. If we do the right things. If we do the right things, man. Oh, fingers crossed. So let's round third and a half for home. What do you have coming up? Shall we? Um... I'm gone this weekend. Where are you? I'll be up in the Northeast. Nice. I'm doing uh, OSHA and Garrett. Got me a spot in Pittsburgh. Nice. Tomorrow night. And then driving into the city in New York City on Saturday. And, you know, gonna kind of loosely looking for spots, but also wouldn't mind just... Farting around? Farting around, finding a show, watching it, seeing some people. Sure. And then Sunday... um, at opening up for Rocky at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Dude, that's sick. It's going to be sick. That rules. Yeah. And then, of course, the 29th, we which is next gr- Thursday. It's next Thursday, High Green Brewing. This time next week, uh, High Grain. Get your tickets, dude. Uh, They're high going. Highgrainbrewing.com. They're going, and they should go. There's Josh Sneed, uh, Mandy McKelvey, Mark Shalvu. I mean, those are three. Those are three headliners. Three nationally touring headliners. Sneed's here in Cincy. He's been on fucking Comedy Central. Yeah. He's popping off. The king of dry bar comedy. And then the aforementioned Osha Dwyer. Fantastic. Uh, she's super funny. And then me and Billy are hosting the fuck out of it. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Cannot wait, dog. Very excited. Yeah. That's that's the date I have on the calendar as well. Boom, baby. So this weekend, uh, Matt's getting married. So yeah, in the next... Oh, we're leaving here in like 34 minutes. I was about to say, you got to put on your sexiness. Yeah, I got to look good, I guess. What are you wearing? Business casual. So I'm wearing my Reds jersey. Mm, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reds polo. Uh, Reds polo? I should go Reds polo. Biz cash, right? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, that and pants and not my slides. Not the slides. Not the slides. I left my slides in Charlotte. Oh. I left my slides in Charlotte. (laughs) I I am always... King of the Adidas slide. Love an Adidas slide, man. It's the only, t- well, one of the few times I wear Adidas, except for like Yeezys. Adidas. Daddy da da. You got the Yachty boy. Yachty Yachty. New Kanye album drops in less than uh, three and a half, in about three and a half What's hours. What's it called? Donda? Yeah, I'm very excited. What's Donda? I, I think his mom's name was Donna, so something like with that. Donda. Donda. Donda Down Under. Interesting, man. Can't wait for you to have it on vinyl. I can't wait to find a bootleg version of it. Yeah. But that's just what I've been doing. So, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you to Sports Drink uh, for help, helping us on their network. I'm fading for some reason. Uh, thank you to Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room. It's a gr- great sponsor. And uh, Spotify fucking Green Room. God, yet they're great. <laughs> So, pretty, pretty, pretty happy to have them. Uh, so, as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. So goddamn nasty.
The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.